0: What's up, y'all? It's your girl Tiffany, Tiffany Evans. Um, you are on air with my boy David Dwayne. She's <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
1: keeping it honest. You wouldn't want to yell nigga if
2: I wasn't whipping this forehead. That's why I came back to You She's gonna have to do more than just you gon' have to do less for you do it. Tell you know how Always want you to You gon' have to do more than just You gon' have to do less for you do it. Tell you know how So you gon' need to do more than just oh, Do you
1: I got door, Ever since
2: you hopped in Shot my phone, slam my door You know I know that you been on it But I been on it, on the low So let a young nigga get down on it Yeah, love when you spin around on it Yeah, even though a young nigga want you Shorty, I promise the truth And when I come down on it Yeah, you love when I'm down on it Yeah, fuck around, spend time on it Yeah so I came back time You gon' have to do more than just. You gon' have to do less for you. Some mommy, you know I Always want you to two. You gon' have to do more than just. You gon' have to do less for you. Some mommy, you know I So you gon' need to do more than just. Do
1: you know. You gotta buy ball bitches. Try to say you had less, but don't yeah. do it.
0: Janice Games, and you're now on air with David Dwayne.
3: To the good day. What up, what up what up what up everybody? It's Dave Dwayne on air with Dave Dwayne. My first wings radio happy Wednesday to you all, November 25th. Yeah, that's The year is almost over. December is on the tip of our tongues. And look, we are so great to share another nine with y'all because tonight is gonna be dope as heck of tonight. We have gospel recording artist DJ Cat and we have pop recording artist Natalie LaRose with us. And then, of course, we'll have music, all the new jams for y'all, like some old jams, some Natalie, some DJ, belt, some gospel, some arms. We want to switch it up and take it back. You know, we're going to do a lot of fun stuff tonight. So, make sure you guys keep it locked. Don't go anywhere, because it's only about to get hot. So, let's keep the jams going, and um, be right back.
0: Hey, what's up? This is Brandy and you are now tuned in with D.
4: You are, you are
5: If I was a question, would you be my answer? If I was the music, would you be the dancer? If I was the student, would you be the teacher? If I was the sinner, would you be the preacher? Would you be my... Yeah. The dun, the dun dun I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it It's the dun the dun, dun I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it uh. Feeling like a digit in a system Just another stupid number, I don't know, no, no Everything is twisted, I can feel it It's another stupid summer where it's cold, cold, cold And we could do it on our own Head up to a place where maybe no one goes In a rocket full of liquor In a Polaroid for pictures Baby, you should stop me before I lose control How imperfect a person am I? Go through your purse and put on your disguise See the stars, but they just see the skies. And you see my scars, what do they see? If I was a question, would you be my answer? If I was the music, would you be the dancer? If I was the student, would you be the teacher? If I was the sinner, would you be the preacher? Would you be my Mr. Dun Dun Dun? I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it. Mr. Dun Dun Dun, I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it. Dun, da, da, we still got a lot of shit to learn, just admit it. Uh, and it done, da, da, we still got a lot of shit to learn, don't you get it? Uh, got your finger on the trigger and you aiming at the mirror, don't you shoot, that ain't you now. Nah. Cause on the outside you pretending, but you hurting in the in, inner, what's the truth, what's the truth now? Nah? How a perfect a person am I? Go through your person, put on your disguise. See the stars, but they just see the skies And you see my scars, what do they see? If I was a question, would you be my answer? If I was the music, would you be the dancer? If I was the student, would you be the teacher? If I was the sinner, would you be the preacher? Would you be my... Yeah. It's the dun, the dun, dun. I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it yeah. It's the dun-da-dun-da Got a lot of shit to learn out. If, if I it, was a question, would you be my answer? If I was the music, would you be the dancer? If I was the student, would you be the teacher? If I was the sinner, would you be the preacher? If I was a question, would you be my answer? If I was the music, would you be the dancer? If I was the student, would you be the teacher? If I was the sinner, would you be the preacher? Would you be my Is uh, the done the done done. I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it. Cause the dun, the dun, dun. I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it.
6: Going on, fam, it's your boy Lou Christopher, and you're now listening on air with Baby Dwayne. Uh, yeah.
7: Maybe blow a little dro. Love you from behind, but I hate to see you go. Oh, oh, oh. come on, give me that green light. You can let your hair hang down, but only if it feels right. Oh, Oh. Maybe blow a little drove Drop you from behind, but I hate to see you Give me that green light, green light, don't you say no Baby, I can't stop, won't stop until you say something Come on and give me that green light Come on and give me Come give me that green light Come on, give me that Oh. But only if it feels right only if it feels right oh. give, me, give me that green light only give me, give I did me that you. Green
0: This is Brandy and you are now tuned in with D.
5: If I was a question, would you be my answer? If I was the music, would you be the dancer? If I was the student, would you be the teacher? If I was the sinner, would you be the preacher? Would you be my... Yeah. It's the dun the dun dun I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it It's the dun the dun dun I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it uh. Feeling like a digit in a system Just another stupid number, I don't know, no Everything is twisted, I can feel it It's another stupid summer where it's cold, cold, cold And we could do it on our own Head up to a place where maybe no one goes In a rocket full of liquor In a Polaroid for pictures Baby, you should stop me before I lose control How imperfect a person am I? Go through your person, put on your disguise You see the stars but they're my scars, what do they see? If I was a question, would you be my answer? If I was the music, would you be the dancer? If I was the student, would you be the teacher? If I was the sinner, would you be the preacher? Would you be my... dun yeah. dun I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it dun dun I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it And the dun 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 we still got a lot of shit to learn, just admit it And it done, it done, done We still got a lot of shit to learn, don't you get it? Uh, got your finger on the trigger And you aiming at the mirror Don't you shoot, that ain't you, nah. Cause on the outside you pretending but you hurting in the inner What's the truth? What's the truth? now? Nah, how imperfect a perfect person am I? Go through your purse and put on your disguise You see the stars but they just see the skies And you see my scars, what do they see? If I was a question, would you be my answer? If I was the music, would you be the dancer? If I was the student, would you be the teacher? If I was the sinner, would you be the preacher? Would you be my Done I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it. Yeah. I, still dun, 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 dun. I still got a lot of shit to learn. i if I was a question, yeah. would you be my answer? If I was the music, would you be the dancer? If I was the student, would you be the teacher? If I was the sinner, would you be the preacher? If I was a question, would you be my answer? If I was the music, would you be the dancer? If I was the student, would you be the teacher? If I was the sinner, would you be the preacher, would you be my It's the dun-da-dun-dun dun, dun I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it It's the dun-da-dun-dun dun, dun I still got a lot of shit to learn, I'll admit it
6: What's going on fam? It's your boy Lou Christopher, and you're now listening to on air with David Dwayne.
0: Everybody, this is Natalie Letos, and you're now checking in on air with David Dwayne.
3: What's going on everybody? Thank you, tuning back into On Air with David Dwayne, the one and only rock star on the mic, my fierce wings. Yes, yes, right now we've got pop recording. International artist Natalie LaRose with us. What's going on, Miss Natalie?
0: I'm doing excellent. How are you? Doing fantastic.
3: So glad to have you on the show. Thanks so much for uh, joining us
0: today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So I gotta say, congratulations on all the success
3: because both singles are doing phenomenal. Somebody in around the world. How does it feel to know that both singles are really getting a great response?
0: Um, I'm very, very uh, pleasantly surprised. Um, you know, when I released my first song, I had no idea that it was going to be this huge. It just reached double platinum, and you know, around the world is doing so well too. So, it just uh, it motivates me to keep going, really. And um, you know, the fans are want more music, so I'm just gonna, you know, keep giving them more and more. And I'm just excited to. Um, to let you guys hear my other music. Yeah,
3: absolutely. And collaborated with Fetty Wap on All Around the World. I really love that track. It's very funky. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that, especially when they find that one person is like, perfect um, for them. How was it working with him on that record?
0: Well, actually, um, I didn't meet him until after he recorded his verse on my song, which was pretty funny because um, he was also on the remix of Somebody. So he already, like, I worked with him twice, but I actually never met him. And then I uh, met him later at a radio show in, uh, I forgot which city it was, but it was uh, in the States. Connecticut. And uh, that's when we met for the first time, and we were were just so excited to finally meet. And, uh, you know, we were excited about the song and about, you know, working together in the future more. So he's a really, really nice person.
3: Absolutely. He definitely is. Shout out to the Fetty. And if you can, tell everybody how, like, you met Florida.
0: Well, um, how I met him was pretty interesting. I was living in L.A., and um, I heard he was performing uh, at an event in L.A., and I basically went to the event and approached him. I introduced myself, and I said, I want to work with you. And luckily, he had just started his own label, IMG. It's called International Music Group. And he was looking for new talent, so he immediately was like, all right, you know, show me what you got. He wanted to hear my music. Um, I showed him my dance videos because I danced too. And uh, he was very impressed. And from one thing came to, to the other, and um, I started touring with him first, and then I signed to his label. Wow,
3: that's phenomenal. And I got to say, I come from a dance background. I'm so hearing the fact that, you know, you started with dancing and you were in music videos, then to actually leave for and then, you know, say, hey, you know. Uh, we did a video together. We, my, you, you don't yeah. exactly know who I am. I think that's actually kind of dope because you know you can use <laughs> other platforms within to catapult you to where you really want to be.
0: Exactly, and um, it, it was a good way to break the ice, you know, because I had already worked with him without him even knowing it. So that was, uh, you know, a funny thing to, to mention to him, and um, you know, and. And I'm just happy that he gave me a shot. Like, and he's, he's that person. He's that kind of person.
3: Absolutely. And being that you're from Amsterdam um, and coming over to the United States and, you know, moving we to LA, how was that transition for you? Because I know it can be a little, it had to have been a lot different, you know, from the there to living here.
0: Yeah, it was pretty much of a culture shock. Also because in Amsterdam, I was still living with my parents. Basically, I'm still living with my parents whenever I'm in Amsterdam. So that's, you know, really, <laughs> really nice home-cooked meals by my mom and everything, and she's taking care of me. And then here I was, moving to LA, and I had to start over, like, I started a new life. I was alone, had to pay my rent, cook for myself, and find a job. And, you know, all these things just added up, and it was pretty tough in the beginning. And also because I didn't know a lot of people, so I really started from scratch. And, you know, I had to work my way up and just work very hard because it's a really tough industry with a lot of competition.
3: Mm-hmm. Especially in LA, I mean the competition is ridiculous.
0: Especially with- Oh yeah. Absolutely. So
3: now that you work with like a um like an agency then um you were work- you know, pursuing dance Like, how, what did you exactly do with that?
0: Yes, I, um, I signed with an agency They also helped me with my work visa Because as a foreigner You're not allowed to work in the States Unless you have a work permit Or a work visa okay. So um, um, I got that done Which was a, a lot of effort Also a lot of money and um, And I signed to a dance agency Called MSA And I did a lot of auditions with them, and I booked uh, a couple commercials and just dance jobs, which was great. But in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, I want to do music, so I'm going to start networking for that. I'm going to write songs, record songs, and try to work my way into the music industry. So now I got to ask you about,
3: you know, your fashion, because you're a beautiful girl. And I love your fashion. What are your own favorite designer you like to wear?
0: Oh, favorite designer. I would like to say I love Bowman. Um, I love Chanel Versace, and the more um affordable brands, I love to wear Topshop. And there's this brand yeah. in uh in Amsterdam, it's called LA Sisters. I wear a lot of their items so um but really I just wear whatever I think looks good.
3: <laughs> that's how you gotta do it. And I feel like that's I feel like that's the best way to do, especially in entertainment. You know, just you yeah. know, wear what you know feel free about not trying to you know put yourself into doing it and I see that you know your style really fits you like to see like even with your hair like yeah. I love the red, <laughs> that, the red hair that you had the last time I saw you I was like oh
0: yeah thank you <laughs> red red hair is my thing I love it I might switch it up soon but um right now I'm all about the red hair and as far as fashion like for me there are no rules and I like to just play around with different styles and mix styles together and I was talking about writing, you know, songwriting. Where
3: do you get um, your inspiration to write your um, material?
0: Um, really about it's really the 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 mind state I'm in at this moment. Like right now, I'm just very like I'm very ambitious. I'm very motivated. I like to have fun. I'm all about you know good times, positivity. So that's a lot of songs. A lot of my songs are about that. And um, so I definitely pull from live experiences. And um, so yeah, right now that's a little bit the the that I'm in, which might change as I progress with music and everything, but right now I just like to um, make songs about lighter subjects.
3: Absolutely, Natalie. Just like this single somebody featuring Jeremiah. Let's talk about that record because you're inspired by Whitney Houston. You're a fan of her, right?
0: Yes, I am. Absolutely.
3: Amazing. Us, too. So what are your favorite records by Whitney Houston?
0: How Will I Know? Um, Saving All My Love For You. Like, really, all of her songs are amazing. Yeah. A lot of the songs that she made in, like, 80s, early 90s, I love.
3: Indeed, Natalie. Now, those are our absolute favorites as well, too. Love them, love them, love them.
0: And I gotta even
3: say, like, you've been able to mix 80s, Pop and 90s pop and R&B and really incorporate to 2015, make this great scheme of sound like. It's so dope that you've been able to, like, really sound it together. I mean, it's just perfection.
0: Yes, I like to mix old school with new school. I'm all about that, and and I like my songs to be rhythmic, danceable.
3: Absolutely, very danceable, so shout out to you, Natalie, for having danceable music. And you getting down when it comes to the whole thing and the whole... Part of just dancing, like, performance-wise, I'd be like,
0: yeah, Natalie, this my ass. So you got to let the
3: people know, like, what styles of dance were you formally trained in?
0: Um, basically every style of dance. I started with um, ballet and jazz. Um, I also do tap dance, hip-hop, contemporary. Um, a little bit of everything, I would say.
3: Now, that's super dope, Natalie. Me, too. I took um, modern jazz, ballet, hip-hop, um, and tap. Except for contemporary now, I did all of that. But that's super dope that you, you know, you have some formal training with your dancing.
0: You, you said you too.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did
0: that. before uh,
3: I amazing. Was six years old. Yeah. So trust me, I found the world of dance so just being able to
0: uh, I could.
3: put, you know, put a lot of energy into their dancing, into their live performance is like incredible. Like, yeah Natalie is like.
0: Aw, thank you.
3: Anytime, Natalie. Now I have to know how was your experience with the Fifth Harmony tour?
0: Good. It was my first tour having my own set as a solo artist because I was used to it performing with Flo, but I would just do you know one song and I would do his songs. But this was actually the first time I had a you know my own set, which was uh, so 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 much fun. And being a part of their tour was also really great because they're all about girl power and. If you see their live performance is really great. It's a lot of dancing and they have really good good voices. So being a part of that and meeting being introduced to their fans as well was just a really great experience because their fans were really receptive and appreciative of, of what I had for them.
3: Amazing. And speaking Oh, the word amazing and this stuff. Now, you've had your loyal fans. A lot of them drove out to, like, different cities and countries. Now, how was that?
0: Yes. Sometimes they travel uh, a lot of miles to see me. The other day, I, um, I was performing in Biloxi, and there were three girls and one of their moms. They drove for, like, I think five hours to see me perform, and I thought that was so amazing. So I met them before the show because they saw me at... um I think it was Waffle House. <laughs> so I took a picture with them and I, I gave them a, a, a my autograph. And then at night, because I knew they were coming to the show, I gave them a shout out and they were really, really happy with that. So that was uh, was so cute.
3: So Natalie, what's next for you? Are you rolling out more singles, working on an EP album? What can we expect from you in the next couple of months and then going into the new year?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm basically going to go into a third single real soon. And mm-hmm. an EP is coming as well. And I'm just going to keep dropping music. And I have a lot of performances coming up. Uh, I'm going on a a short Europe tour next week. So that should be fun, too. And other than that, um, just working. <laughs> keep going.
3: <laughs> and again, Natalie, your work that Thick is so phenomenal. Like you traveling in and out the country, doing shows, letting people know about your music is absolutely great. So keep up the phenomenal work. Congratulations on all the success, and looking forward to what you have coming next. Can we do the third single?
0: Thank you so, so much. Back. Thanks a lot. So
3: Natalie, if you could let everybody know where they can find you as far as, like, all your social media is concerned so they can get up on, you know, all your updates and projects.
0: Absolutely. Um, all my social media, so Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat as well, it's all Natalie uh together. Everybody, this is Natalie Larros, and you are now checking in on air with David Dwayne.
1: you <music> <music> just tell me where you wanna go. I'll sit back, enjoy the ride. Watch me wrap my body coast to coast Trace a map of me tonight You know the, you know the language my body talks You know what, you know what, I need to get it up oh. Now you're down to the bay, now that you got a taste Baby, don't you know where you should be? If I was your girl, if I was your girl I'd
5: Or the truth can change you. What will truth do to you? I
1: just wanna be happy. yourself to sleep Shout and raise your
5: It only works if
1: If you wanna be happy.
5: Look at yourself and say,
1: Don't you wanna be happy? I just wanna be happy. But if I keep on giving my heart for people to tear apart, the healing will never stop, so I can be happy. Yes, Lord. Will I ever be happy? Cry yourself to sleep Shout and raise your hands It won't change a thing, child Until you understand
5: If I'm talking to you, then say
1: If you're tired of being the same If you're tired of things not changing It's time for you to get out of your way You've been there too long This one right here. It's so easy to complain. I'm giving it to the pain yes. You give your heart they push it away. But I got good news for you. Jesus knows just how you feel. Just let him take the, wheel. Hallelujah. the love you be already gay. Yeah. But the question is, do you wanna be happy? If you're tired of you, and say, I just
5: want to be happy, now, if you really mean that, open up your heart and say, let
1: me hear you
5: say yeah, 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 if you're tired of going in circles, let me
1: hear you
5: say yeah, 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 yeah. tired of making the same
1: mistakes, let me hear you say yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, well now's your chance, let
1: me hear you say yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready?
8: Williams, and you are listening to the I've got a destination in my view. The road may be bumpy getting there. But I'm pressing through I will enjoy this journey no matter come when may I'll become better and stronger and wiser every day I've got a vision and a purpose A divine destiny It may not look like it right now But faith ain't what I see It is the things I hope for Believing that it will come And no matter how long it takes no, God's will shall be done. His will is that I prosper. His will is that I.
7: unfaithful I strayed away but you never stopped believing in me Lord I have fallen short of your glory but I refuse to let that be the end of my story and you said if we confess
6: What's good, people? It's your brother, D. Hattie. I'm hanging out with my boy, David Dwayne. So keep it locked, y'all. It's the best in all of music right here. Don't go nowhere.
3: What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. On air with David Dwayne, your one and only rock on the mic. My Fair Swings Radio. we got Deidre Haddon with us. What's going on, man? What's up, my brother? It's good to talk with you. What's happening? Man, it's good to talk to you as well because we definitely love the Project Masterpiece. So thank you for joining us today.
6: Wow, I'm so glad you love it, man, and I'm glad to be with you. Absolutely. So let me ask you, for Masterpiece, where did you draw a lot of togetherness? inspiration for this project? Well, most of my albums are, are a reflection of where I am in life, and pretty much uh, I'm looking at the big picture, and I call it a masterpiece. I feel like it's a masterpiece. When I'm looking into the eyes of my son, Dietrich Hatton Jr., Uh he's two months old, uh, my daughter Destin, my daughter Denver, and my my wife, and just my life, and where I am as a man, I gotta lift my hands and say, I glory to God, you were working a masterpiece when I didn't realize, you know? And, uh, right. I'm, I, and my message is that the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups, the downs, the twists, the turns, the joy, the pain, everything that we'll endure on our journey, if we keep living, it's all going to come together and work for our good. And one day we'll be able to look back and say, God has been working a masterpiece, you know? So that's why, that's how I drew the inspiration for this project. That's amazing.
3: And I try to tell people that, you know, God is working upon a masterpiece for us all. It's just about knowing that this is for us and that what he wants for us is the masterpiece. We got to follow him instead of following what we want.
6: We all are a piece of the master's work. He's working on all of us, so we are all our masterpiece. Yes, sir.
3: Amen to that. So, Restore Me again. I love that single. And, the, and gotta say, congratulations, because the project is doing great on Billboard. Number one, congratulations. How are you feeling about, you know, the success of the, the single and the album so far?
6: Well, I'm so elated and, and uh excited that it hit number one. You never can assume that your record's just going to go straight to number one. For many reasons, it could, you know, it could fall short of number one, you know what I mean? Because there's so many artists out there, so much music. And so you don't want to just assume it. So it's always a good feeling and you just want to live in it. You know, it's like winning a championship, you know? You just want to <laughs> enjoy it, you know, while, while it lasts. And so that's what I'm doing this week, just enjoying the fact that it did hit number one because that means you you, you worked hard and and people are getting it. You know, and uh, it's, it's, so it feels good. Restore me again. I thought. I thought. Uh, I was. I had second thoughts about it being the first single because the music really? was so diverse on the album, and I, I didn't think it was the best presentation to come out with. But the record label thought otherwise. They said, "No, Dietrich, this is the perfect song to 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 just lay the foundation to drop the seed for this project." So uh, they were right. <laughs> you know, people <laughs> love the song. And, uh, you know, and they're feeling what I felt when I wrote it, you know. I was in a real place where I needed restoration, and the lyrics just flowed off my lips. I've been ungrateful, and I've been unthankful, yet you still find mercy for me, you know. I- I've been unfaithful, but you never stopped uh, believing in me, you know. So it, it, right. So I'm glad people are gravitating to it and getting it.
3: Absolutely. And a lot of my friends say they, like, they love the record a lot, and they even love um, – your single uh, "Lay It Down" as well, which is actually a personal favorite of mine. Can we talk about you know you know that that record in particular? Because like I said, my favorite. A couple of my friends and they were like David. That "Lay It Down" record, DJ did his thing. Like he evoked my life so. You know, what story, like, would you say particularly, you know, in your life might have drawn the inspiration for that?
6: Well, I had to, me personally, I'm very transparent. I, I believe that there is ministry and transparency. And, uh, right. I was in the place where I had to let some things go that I, that I really was t- tied to emotionally, uh, uh, physically, you know, uh, spiritually tied to, but it wasn't, but it couldn't enter into the next season with me. So I had to let it go, you know? And, uh, and, and the lyrics, what what did I say in the lyrics? You got to lay your troubles down, leave it there, leave your past behind and leave it there. And my goal was to let people know, like, if you, if God is telling you to let it go, you have to trust him, do be obedient to what he's telling you to do and move forward because God knows better than you do. God always knows better than you do. He knows 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road that you can't see, he can see it. So the, the best thing to do is to obey God because the Bible even says obedience mm-hmm. is better than sacrifice. You know, so I, I've learned to let things go and move forward and trust God. And every time I do it, he He never fails. You know, it reminds me of Abraham when he asked Abraham to give me give me your only son. What? Not my only son. He said, yes, give me your only son. You know, and uh, there are times when God will demand something that you are tied to, you know, something that mm-hmm. you're emotionally tied to, something that you love so much. It's your only, you know, but God a call for it to see if you trust him or not, if you really have the faith in him like you claim that you have.
3: And you just mentioned son. So how does it feel to have finally have a son because you have two girls? You know, how does it feel to be a father all over again?
6: Well, well, when you look in the eyes of your son, you're pretty much looking at your replacement. So when you, so when you see a son come across, you've you got a question, hey, how long am I going to be here? So your job from that point is to make sure that he's a better version of you. So I got a little teacher right. at and it's my goal uh, to teach him the ropes and teach him, uh, you know, let him know all the pitfalls and failures and plots that the enemy could do against him so that he can be successful in the future. And prayerfully, he won't have to encounter some of the things I encountered on my journey. But it, it's a wonderful thing to have a, a man-child. It's a difference, behind, you know, than having a girl. When you have your girls, you, you have a sense of protection. You know, you, I'm very overprotective. And so, you, you, you know, you're thinking about, oh, my God, what kind of dude she gonna, who she going to bring home with <laughs> me? You know, who going to be right. talking about he want to marry her? Now, with your son, you're like, go on, get him, Doc. Go get him. Go get him. Go take the world, you know. So it's, it's, a, it's a, definitely a difference.
3: He definitely is and how how does your um like your, your daughter feel about having a new addition to the family how how have they been as you know big sisters now well
6: my my middle daughter had a little problem with it because she was a baby She's so, she's so spoiled uh but my first my oldest daughter she's like a mother you know she's mm-hmm. she's mothering everybody so but now they're getting the hang of it you know they they love him uh before i had to watch denver because she'll pop him upside the head or something or pull us pinch him or something like that you know Oh, wow. but uh all is well now.
3: <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing to hear. So now with you know working on this project, you know, what hardships did you have to overcome? Cuz I know, you know, every project, you know, we all can't have the great things, you know, but we all have our trials and tribulations. What would you have to say would it have been one for you?
6: Um actually making this record was the smoothest uh process that I've had in all of my years. Wow. Uh it was so easy. I recorded like 50 songs and it was so easy, you know, my, had my kids in the studio with me just bouncing around and that's how I knew if I had a good song or not you know I see them bouncing around and dancing and singing to it but if they went to sleep or didn't wasn't interested I know okay but I better put this one throw this one away you know but uh, (laughs) it was really uh, not a hard challenge at all you know it's always you always have that question mark whether people will get it you know whether people will feel what you're feeling, you know, because you cannot assume that people are going to feel it. And but every song I sent across to E1, they were like, "Let's do it." <laughs> every song mm-hmm. I sent them about 50 songs, and we all narrowed it down to the 16 that we had. That's amazing.
3: And shout out to E1 because they definitely know great gospel music. And how would you? How is it? What you say it is working with them? Because I mean, they they know. <laughs> they know product and know you know what's good for the universe, especially in gospel. Uh,
6: E1 with E1, I can. T- take over the world. <laughs> E1, you know, we're going to see some great things. We're going to do some fantastic things with E1 because they're crazy like me. They have my DNA. So, you know, I remember when I changed, decided to wear my hair like a pump, put it in the pompadour, like James Brown, Frankie Lyman, you know, and just flip my crazy, crazy, something that nobody else is doing. And they got the picture and they was like, yes, let's go. You know, Versus, <laughs> versus other people saying, You know, what is he doing? What is this? What is that? What is it? You know, right. But my people that have my DNA were like, let's rock out. That's what's up. Let's go. Let's do it. You know? And those are the kind of people I can rock with. I'm a very creative guy, so I need creative people with me, you know? Indeed. And we see that, that you're very creative. Like, you have a nice, funky
3: style and stuff like that. Now, has your style always been the way that it that it is now currently? Or have you, like, over the years, would you
6: say it has
3: evolved? I think it's evolved,
6: but I, I feel like I've always been a fly guy, you know? I feel like <laughs> I've always had my different style, you know? Uh So, and I, yeah, I've always been on my own little, you know, little page, on my own little planet when it comes to style. You know, definitely... Uh, so, but I think it has gotten better over time. You know, I'm from Detroit, so I had to travel to really develop what I really wanted to. You know, what I was visualizing because when you come from Detroit, you, you can have a one dimensional perspective. But I definitely can look back mm-hmm. at pictures and say, okay, that was my Detroit era, and that's when I started traveling. Now, this is the, when I started traveling, things started changing, and I was able to build on my my crazy boldness that I get from Detroit. But turning into something, you know, a little bit better. So, how would
3: you say, like you stay, you know, true to your roots of, you know, Detroit, you know, throughout all that you do? Uh,
6: I, I don't. I think that uh, if you're from Detroit, you, there is something that we're we're taught in Detroit. First of all, you nobody's. You can't be arrogant from there, you know. Right. And, and and we all of us had to fight really, you know, all of our lives to to have anything. So you know, you definitely respect and cherish whatever you get. You hold on to it. You know, but it's not easy coming from Detroit, you know, and I think that's, you know, I've carried that mentality wherever I've gone, whether I've, you know, uh, hung out with kings or hung out with billionaires or, you know, I, I still keep my Detroit. I like, I like the foundation that was laid in me, uh, from Detroit. I love it. Absolutely. And I definitely hear
3: that a lot about Detroit. I interview a lot of different people that are from Detroit, have friends that are from there, and I always hear the same thing. So that's good to hear, um, that consistency when it comes to Detroit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like One Big Family. It's that Detroit Love. For sure. So now with Masterpiece, what are your um, top three favorites, which you say right now this year is definitely like, you know, connecting with them on a daily basis?
6: Well, well, all the songs on the album, I'm completely in love with every single song. Uh, those, those are the cream of the crop of the songs I recorded. But if I was to pick the top three today, it would be A Perfect Storm, The Perfect Storm. Uh, it would be A Do It For Love. Uh, and also, uh, I was just riding out to Got A Feeling. A song called Got A Feeling. I think it's the last song on the record. Uh, just took my family to breakfast at Roscoe's, Chicken and Waffles, and we are riding out to that. Those are the top three today. Do It For Love is one of my, another personal favorites
3: of mine. Do you feel that um, that possibly can be the next single? Because that, I mean, that has that single uh, quality and I think E1 would even agree with me if they even heard me say that. Do you feel like that
6: can be a possible next single? That song is it radio ready, ready. It's radio ready and uh, it has the potential to do something really great. It's definitely unique. You when you listen to it, you wouldn't think it's a gospel song at all. But if right. you pay close attention to the lyrics, you know it's clear what I'm talking about. You know, I do it for love. You know, and uh, I think that was a personal declaration for me. It's like just reminding myself and reminding people you know that that I don't do this for I do this for love cuz I had the opportunity to leave gospel music four times and get uh and do a major deal with on secular labels you know but right. I do it for love you know I do it because God called me to do it years ago you know and, uh, it's just not a business for me. It's, 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 my passion. It's what I love to do, you know, inspire people and, and, and sing the word of God and encourage people. Uh, so that song means a lot to me. I do it for
3: love. Absolutely. So now with this, uh, great album, I know you'll be going on tour, um, in 2016, correct? Oh, yeah, we're going to hit it hard. We're going to hit the pavement hard. Yep. Now, what cities do you always look forward to when it comes to, like, to, what, what would you say are, like, the top cities that you're like, I can't wait to go to, you know, New York, can't wait to go to Atlanta. Like, what are those cities that you always look forward to going to?
6: Oh, I love them all. I don't want to make anybody mad because everybody always <laughs> told me love everywhere. Uh, but I get a lot of love in the Midwest. That's where I'm from. Detroit, Chicago, all up through there. And a tons of love down south. Atlanta, uh, all up through the... You, all up through the South, uh, they, they show me major love. But everybody, I can't think of a city where they don't really, you know, respect what I've done and what I've contributed to gospel music, you know. But I'm going to tell you, that the, the, the on paper, when you look up the numbers and look at my numbers, most of my diehard Dietrich Hatton fans are overseas. Uh, yeah. Africa, any parts of Africa, Kenya, uh, I think it was Kenya had the top uh, supporters in Kenya, but... Whether it be the UK or anywhere in, in the islands, so the islands, UK, and Africa, they are major Dietrich Haddon fans, and it shows when I come to the, when I come to their country. When I show up at their country, man, they come in by the thousands. I was just in Nassau, Bahamas, and it was people as far as you can see going crazy over, over everything that I sang. If I went, if I decided to sing some old, they could they knew every word. You know, it's a wonderful thing, and I think it's because a lot of times we're so oversaturated with talent and. and uh, here in America, then we kind of take our right. talent, you know, for granted, you know, and gospel may get the, the least of respect in America, but if you go anywhere else, gospel gets the utmost respect. As a matter of fact, it gets more respect than pop, R&B, or any of those other genres because they play us mm-hmm. on mainstream radio period out there. It's not like a gospel secular. They play us, they play gospel music on mainstream radio there in the UK and in Africa. Right. And that's
3: a good thing that they do. That way it's not like sub- music is feeling like it's subjective, like how we do in the United States. We've got our gospel, we've got our country stations, we've got our pop top 40s, and then we might have that, you know, happy mixture. But I feel like we should have more of a mixture
6: of stations. That way, you know, people are hearing. Well, I understand that they don't want to turn their go- their secular stations into a gospel station where it's preaching, you know. So they have to stay right. away from songs that are preachy and that will try to convince or convict anybody. They just want people to feel good on hip-hop radio or R&B radio pop. They want people to dance, you know, get up and dance and party and have a good time. But if we can adopt that mentality as we produce our records, then we can, they can infuse us in there, you know. So I think like that when I make my records now. Okay, there may be somebody that, that ain't trying to follow what my faith, you know, that ain't trying to be convicted right now. They just want to feel good and have a good song they can dance to. Why not produce a couple of songs on the album? that can accommodate them. You know, at least you can relate to them on that level, on their level, and then when you get the opportunity, you can share Jesus with them if you get the opportunity. But if not, you have them dance into your music. So I think that's based on us. I think if we change our perspective and and our approach, creative approach, when we're doing our records, I think we can see ourselves more on uh, mainstream radio. Indeed.
3: So now... One question that everybody wants to know, we've seen you do um, a couple of different reality shows within the past couple of years. Can we see you on reality television coming into 2016?
6: Oh, absolutely. I just took a little break, a much needed break. In the break, I had a little son. In the break, I lost my mother-in-law. A lot transpired during the break. And so I, I really appreciate oxygen for that break. But, uh, yes, in 20, 2016, I have several new TV shows that we're going to be announcing that's mm. going to be airing next year uh, on several different networks. Uh, Amazing. And it looks like we may go into season three of Preachers of LA. So, yeah, y'all to get y'all a fair share of me. You know, when I was out there, and everybody said, there's too much Dietrich, too much. Now y'all saying, I want more Dietrich. Go for Dietrich. <laughs> Make up y'all's mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's good that we get a lot that's of you so. because... I had two shows on the air at the same time, Fix My Choir and Preachers of L.A., and had folks saying, wow, what, what's, what's it about him? Why is he on TV too much? Oh, I'm tired of him. It's oversaturation. Now I ain't on it. Like, where's Dietrich? We need Dietrich. Where is he at?
3: <laughs> no, that's the truth. But I feel like it's a good thing that, you know, you were – on two different shows at the same time, because that way, you know, people are getting to know more about your music. Even, even though people already knew about your music and your brand, that way people knew more. And now it's like, they can't get enough of you, man. And I think that's really incredible that, you know, reality television has done that for you to make it so that you're in such a
6: demand. Let me tell you something. Reality TV was a major blessing in my life. And it was a blessing from the Lord. It was a gift from God. I don't care what nobody say, what somebody made their opinion is, it backlash and all that stuff. It didn't backlash on me, it forelashed for me. It, it blessed me financially. It gave me a, a name and a credibility in Hollywood where I'm able to go and demand other things and do more TV shows. It raised my awareness for people who didn't even know that I was a gospel singer. They know me as a reality star. And now they're, they're waking up to my music. So this, I don't care what anybody say. people's opinions does not change the facts. And the facts are that that reality format has been a major blessing to all the preachers on Preachers of LA, all of them. Their churches are filled up. And uh, it's just a major thing. But when you're going through it, it don't feel like that because the way our culture is designed, we magnify the, the negative things. We just blow it up, and we like to make that those headlines. But we forget about all the positive things, and we don't magnify or, or, or project, promote the things, the good things that are happening. And that's just the way American culture is.
3: No, That's the truth. And now um, a bonus question that somebody wanted me to ask you was, could you see yourself writing a book in the near future?
6: Oh, Absolutely. Uh, I have a book in the works right now. Uh, uh, I don't know if I, I can talk about it now, but uh, I've been working on the book. So hopefully it will come out like in the fall of 2016 because I don't, I have a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> I got stories today days and things to share with my audience uh, that I think will definitely change the game and enlighten people that are, are aspiring to be gospel singers, gospel artists, and let people in on, on the game of, of what we do, you know. Absolutely. And what piece of advice
3: could you give somebody that wants to be a gospel recording artist but doesn't know exactly how to get their start as um, lawful on guidance, where to go with it?
6: Well, I'll tell them to make sure, first of all, make sure that it's an assignment from God. Make sure the Lord is giving you that because to be a gospel, gospel artist, it has to be an assignment from the Lord. Because if it's not your assignment or something that God is giving you to do, uh, you're going you're gonna to quit. You're going to quit and you're going to give up and you're going to fall back and you're going to be disappointed in yourself. Because it's not easy to be a gospel singer versus an R&B singer or a pop singer or, or a rock star. Uh, the money's not there. You know, if you're trying to make big-time big money, the money is not always there. You have to be a good steward over your finances. The best thing that you could do is write your songs, write if, write all your songs and produce all your records if possible. That way you can maintain the money that's coming in, and then when the checks roll in, you get in the bulk of the money. Uh, that's a very key p- component in surviving in gospel music. I've seen a lot of artists come and go or die off because they d- did not control the budget. They did not write their songs, and so they're broke, busted, and disgusted. There's a lot of gospel artists that are frustrated, financially frustrated because they, didn- they didn't find out that secret. You've got to do that. It's right. the only way you're going to survive in gospel music. So uh, that's, a, that's a nugget that I want to drop with y'all. If you're going to do it, make sure the Lord told you to do it. Because it, it's not, if you just look at it logically, it's not even a good business uh, decision to make. Uh, and I can go on and on about that because, you know, first of all, our people, church people, don't support. They'll talk about you, but they won't They won't go out and buy. And that's a big deal, you know. Uh, number two, you have no room for error. You have no room to be human because people think because you sing gospel music, you're supposed to be this perfect person, and you don't make mistakes. So if they find out something about you, that could be the end of your career. Versus uh, R&B or pop, they give each other space and room to, 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 for error because everybody knows they're not perfect. When they get done talking to you, talking about you, they're going out to do whatever they're going to do. So people give you grace right. and still play your records, still support your music, uh, even if you do have some personal things that you have to work out. You know, But in gospel, no way. No way. And they'll they'll hold it to you. You know, it could be five, ten years later. They'll hold it to you. And you be looking like, what did I do? You know? So you have to really consider a lot of things. I don't bite my tongue when I talk about gospel music and if that's something that you should do. I, cause I mean it. I don't want people to go through the same things that I went through. I wish somebody had sat me down and schooled me about it. And I would have made a, a solid decision about whether I wanted to go into the gospel music business. You know what I'm saying? You can... You can you 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 don't necessarily have to be in the gospel music business to spread the gospel. It's a big Mm, difference, you know. Gospel music business, you're taking money from a record company to produce something at a at a cost to uh, project something uh, for profit. That's, that's, that's the business of gospel music. Then you got to make sure you sell it to these people. So you have to have a certain image in order for church people to feel like they want to gravitate to your ministry because they feel like you're anointed and you're the perfect model of a guy and we're going to buy your records because you're so perfect and you, everything you say is great and everything you sing is under the anointing and that's why they support you. So you have to, you have to ask yourself, can I maintain that for the rest of the duration of my career to accommodate people's perception of me in order for them to buy my record so you gotta you gotta you gotta there's a lot to consider you talk about being a gospel artist now i'm not trying to detour you from it i'm telling you i'm in it because god called me to do it that's why i'm in it because if i had gone based on what what happened to me or or the logic you know of the situation i would not be in it you know but there's some people out there that just want to make great music and you don't want to put that kind of pressure on yourself but, the, you know, it's okay to make other music, R&B music, that will not lead people to sin and down to hell. Just good, clean R&B music, and then when you want to do your gospel songs, put it in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But don't. you've got to consider, hey, do I want to have this weight of the gospel world on me, or do I want to lift that weight, don't take on that weight, and just make good music. And then when I want to make worship the Lord, I put it on my album. When I put a gospel on when I feel something that I hear God saying, I can put it on my album. Nobody really sat me down and laid all that to me, out to me, you know? And that that was a good piece of that advice. May too to, much, you know, that may be too much for all your people. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, listen.
3: <laughs> no, Deidre, they needed to hear that because there's a lot of people that, you know, want to just even, in let's even be, let's be real here, want to be artists. Maybe not even want to be just gospel artists, but really want to try to be an artist, and they don't know which lane they want
6: to go. So this is some food for thought for them, for the people who want to do music, period. I was just talking to a young lady in, uh, where was I? I was in New York. And she was a model. She's a beautiful model. And if you go on her Instagram page, she's a model. She looked like she could be off in Paris somewhere, just modeling for all these cover girls and all this stuff. But she has a passion for gospel music. She wants to sing gospel. So I I had to tell her, listen, 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 let me see what you picked, what's going on. I said, listen, if you want to sing gospel, you got to take down all those pictures you got. OK, because if they see you dressed like that, they will not all with all the passion you have for the Lord, with all the anointing you have on, the, on your life. If they see that, those pictures, they won't understand that you can be a model and sing for the Lord. They don't they don't they don't know it yet. Maybe you may be the one to show them the way because you can be a bona fide supermodel that's dressing for Victoria's Secret everybody. And then you also give God praise on your record. And people should be able to support and go to your concerts. But you got to consider there's a group of people, many group of people that may judge you based on your style and what you do for a living outside of uh, singing gospel music that may try to shut down your gospel career. But I say it's a new day happening, and I must be the leader of the new school. That Hey, we're going to usher in young people that love God with all their hearts, but not, they're not afraid to go and take the world while they're singing gospel music, while they're giving God praise. They're not afraid to go and be supermodels. They're not afraid to be superstars in television. They're not afraid. Go get it. But serve God while you're doing it.
1: Mm
3: Mm-hmm. That's exactly why my Instagram bio says hashtag God first, because whatever and all that you do, you know, just make sure that that you're serving God and that it's, you know, it's within purpose, not within... Just that it's within purpose. I was going to try to find another word, but I think I said it perfectly right there, within purpose. Yeah. yeah. Within
6: purpose. purpose. Yeah, man. yeah, man. I talked to uh, Brandon Jackson. Brandon Jackson is from Detroit, Michigan. His father is Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, one of the most respected preachers in uh, uh, in Detroit City. He is a Holy Ghost, born again, fire baptized, prophetic-speaking young man. But he went to Los Angeles, and, and, and God gave him favor. And he applied that anointing that he got from prayer through, through, through you know, what he learned through uh, the kingdom of God and applied it to his career. And then you look up, he's on every big movie it was over the last couple of years, you know. So I'm just telling people, don't restrict, don't put God in a box. It's too big. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and the world and they that dwell therein. It all belongs to God. For, for so long, it taught us stay away from the world. Don't be in a uh, – we retreated behind the four walls of the church while we watched other people become successful and be millionaires and, and be wealthy and still give God praise. While we sit back and watch and say, okay, at least we go going to heaven. No, 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 no. He wants you to be blessed in this present time. He wants you to use the anointing and the wisdom that he's given you in this present time to apply it to whatever you want to put your hands to do. That is the truth. I'm going in, Doc. I'm going in today. It's good. To- <laughs> <laughs> you are going
3: in, but I appreci No, I really do appreciate it. And I appreciate you. You know, even just coming on the show because, like I said, like masterpiece is phenomenal. I mean, you've been doing great things. You know, in the gospel world, in. Television, I mean, you are, like, you just doing it, and I, and I just appreciate it, because you,
6: you, you're inspiring, me and, you know, go for it. And that's what it's all about, man. I'm here to, to inspire, man. Uh, when the anointing of God or the call of God is on your life, you have to inspire people, whether you on the mountaintop uh-huh. or whether you hit rock bottom. The call of God doesn't leave you just because you hit rock bottom. He, he has you there for a reason, because there's millions of people that are rock bottom, and they need somebody to show them how to get up. You know, so sometimes uh, what you're going through is for somebody else. So I'm I'm here, man, to inspire, and uh, that's what I'll be doing to the day I die. Man, well, Deidre, thanks so much for this um,
3: interview. We definitely appreciate it. And let people know um, before we have you do a draw for us. Let us let them know where they can download the album, where they can follow you on social media, so they can stay connected. You know, with your testimony and your the great moves that you're making.
6: Okay, people, y'all know how to get me. You can just find me anywhere online, anywhere. I'm Periscoping, Dietrich Haddon on Periscope. I'm on Twitter, got the blue check, Dietrich Haddon. I'm on Facebook, got the blue check there, it's me, Dietrich Haddon. Uh, on Instagram is D-Haddy, D-H-A-D-D-Y. You can't miss me, I'm out there.